0: Today, I wanna talk about one of the biggest misconceptions that Christians have about salvation. I've heard so many people say that they got saved when they were a kid, they got saved when they were 12 years old, but that's really not the way the Bible describes it. The Bible describes salvation as a process which continues throughout our life until the day when we are with God for eternity. So I just wanna clarify this, look at scripture, and describe the process of salvation. The Bible actually says that there are three steps involved in being saved they they're called justification sanctification and glorification so that's what I want to go through with you guys today so before we get into those though just for a little bit of a backstory so we are all sinners uh, who have sinned against a holy God and we all deserve eternity and hell for our sins that is the proper rightful uh, just justified deserved punishment for our sin however because Jesus loves us so much he became human he came to earth he took on flesh he lived a perfect sinless life and died the perfect sacrificial death on the cross to pay for our sins. He took our punishment so that we would have a chance of being forgiven, of being made right with God, of having an opportunity for salvation. So there's nothing we can do to earn salvation. It's not good works. There's no way we can earn it. We can't do good work to make up for all of our sins, but it's only by God's forgiveness. So now let's look at these specific words. So the first step in the process of salvation is called justification. So this is what, when most people say salvation, what they're actually talking about is justification. This is the moment when you turn away from sin, trust and follow Jesus. That's when you receive the Holy Spirit. That's when your sins are forgiven, when your sins are washed away, when you're made clean made new uh, when when you have the process of regeneration when you have a new heart when you're able to follow jesus this moment when we call it being born again because we die to our sin and are reborn as a new person who follows jesus this is what we would call this is what the bible calls justification let's see what a few scriptures say that that describe this a little bit further so in acts chapter 3 it says repent and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Your sins are washed away. That's the only way that we can be saved. Let's go back to Isaiah chapter 53 he says he was pierced for our transgressions he was crushed for our iniquities his punishment brought us peace and his wo- and by his wounds we are healed so even before Jesus was born Isaiah in the Old Testament prophesied that a Messiah would come and be pierced for our transgressions crushed for our iniquities that by his punishment we can be healed and then my favorite verse in the entire Bible is Galatians 2:20, because it shows What our response should be to what Jesus did for us on the cross. So Galatians says, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me and the life I live in the flesh. I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. This is the gospel. This is what it means to be born again. We die to ourselves. we're crucified to our flesh and reborn as a follower of Jesus, as he comes and lives in us. So this is when we turn from sin and trust and follow him, that's the moment that we are justified. So just a few things, the moment we are born again, we are 100% justified all of our sins are forgiven. You are exactly as justified one millisecond after giving your life to Christ, even as you will be after you've already been in heaven for 10,000 years. You are just as justified if you are a believer now as you ever will be for all of eternity. And this also means that you and I are every bit as justified as Paul, Peter, Moses, Charles Spurgeon, any other pastor, the most holy, uh, godly person you've ever met. If you are a follower of Jesus, you are every bit as justified your sins are as forgiven as clean as washna knew you are a saint in God's eyes you're every bit as justified as anyone who has ever lived and we are also but, but going the other direction we are no more justified than anyone else, whether that's a murderer that has a deathbed repentance uh anyone as long as they follow Jesus then then and truly become born again, they are just as justified as anyone else we're all on the same playing field. And that's because there is absolutely nothing we can do to become more justified because it is 100% the gift and work of God, which we can only receive by grace through faith. It's only something we receive, not something we work for. It's a gift from God. And so anyone who is a follower of Jesus is the same level of justified, the same level of forgiveness. But salvation doesn't end there. It's a process that the Bible says continues throughout our life. So once we're justified, that's the first step. And then the next step, it's called sanctification. This is uh, from the word that means to become holy. And it also means to be set apart. So this is once, so we're justified, our sins are forgiven. So then we need to be set apart. This is when we move away from those sins and turn and become more and more like Christ. We serve him, we follow him and we just grow closer to him in everything that we do. So uh, human nature, our, our own flesh, our nature is to be selfish, evil and an enemy of God. Sanctification is the process in which we are freed from our sins and become more and more like Christ. And this is a process that will last uh, the, the entirety of our life. So the, the, if we're doing what we should, From the moment that we become born again until the moment we join God in eternity for heaven, that is when we go through the process of sanctification. So it begins with being forgiven, begins with receiving the Holy Spirit, and then the rest of our life, we are called to become holy, to be sanctified, to be set apart, to move away from sins, to move away from our childish, selfish, uh, just ungodly ways, and to become more and more like Christ. To serve Him, to love Him, to help others, to spread His message, to do any all, to do all of the things that God has called us to do in the Bible. So this isn't uh, a, this isn't a linear process. We don't go straight closer towards God. Some days we do big steps forward. Some days we take steps back. Some days are better than others. Some, it, And it's always, um, you know, it, it's up to us. And it, it's up to, it, we have the decision whether to trust and follow God, to let the Holy Spirit live through us, or to live for ourselves, to follow our own selfish, flesh, fleshly nature. But hopefully, over any extended period of time, when we look back, we can see that we have grown substantially, that we are much more like Christ than we were in the past, especially when we look back to, the, to when we were born again. There should be a substantial amount of progress in our life. Even in the Bible, even in James and in other parts of scripture, The Bible says that that this sanctification, becoming holy, having the fruit of righteousness, having uh, the works of God is actually the evidence that we are justified, the evidence that we are in Christ, that we are truly following him. Let's look at what a few uh, scriptures say about this. So Ezekiel 36 says, I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. I will remove the heart of stone from you and give you a heart of flesh. so our, our desires, our wants, the things that we that we long for in our life, God promises that He will remove them. He will He will change the bad things that we want. Our heart of stone, and that He will replace it with a heart of flesh. That 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 His will, His desires, His heart will become our heart if we are willing, if we allow him to, 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 to guide us and, and just to, to have, um, the, the, the things and just to follow him and his will. So, I want to read Titus chapter 2, and that's going to lead us in to the last part. So this basically right here covers everything, justif- justification, sanctification, and glorification here in one passage of scripture. So in Titus, the Bible says, the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to, to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession, who are zealous For good works. So that's the process that we, we, we become followers of Christ. We're forgiven. We work. We, and then God works uh, with the power of the Holy Spirit in our life to change us, to make us like Christ. And then eventually, uh, one day we're going to reach glorification. This is when we are in our final eternal form. So we don't know everything about this. We don't know everything about what heaven, what the new Jerusalem, what our time with God is going to be like, but we get some good hints from scripture and we know it's going to be a wonderful thing. So I'm just going to read some passages, some some of the verses from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. This is the uh it's known as the resurrection chapter of the Bible. So it says, "In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be will be raised imperishable and we shall be changed the sting of death is sin the power of sin is the law but thanks be to god who gives us the victory through our lord jesus christ therefore my beloved brothers and sisters stand firm let nothing move you always give yourselves fully to the labor of the lord because you know that your work in the lord is never in vain so this uh this this chapter just talks about the resurrection in an instant, in a moment, we're gonna be raised. The the dead in Christ will be raised, we'll be in our new final glorified form, and we will be with Christ. God for eternity. Revelation chapter uh, 22 and 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 the other books in Revelation talks a little bit more about what that's going to be like. God says there will be no more tears. There will be no darkness because God will be in our presence and he will be the light that illuminates everything around us. And, and it says that we will be in the presence of God for eternity. So this is, this is glorification. When we are changed, when we leave this world full of hurts, full of anger, full of strife, full of disagreement. And when we are united, when we are one, uh, when we are fully in, in Christ, when we are with him for the rest of eternity. So just to 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 make this a bit simpler, I, I mentioned him earlier, Charles Spurgeon, the pastor from the 1800s in London. One of my favorite pastors of all time. He broke these three words down into 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 three words that begin with P, just to make it a bit easier to remember. So Spurgeon says that justification removes the punishment of sin. So we should be punished in hell for eternity because of all the sins we've done against the holy God. But the justification, the moment you commit to Christ, that removes 100% the punishment of of any of our sin. We are forgiven, we're made whole, and we are, our relationship with God is restored. The punishment is gone. Sanctification then removes the power of sin. So we're slaves in bondage to our, our flesh, our desires, our sins, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, we're able to overcome the power of sin. So that is sanctification the rest of our life. When we grow closer to God, when we make a difference in this life for Him, that that's when again through the through the Holy Spirit that the power of sin in our life is overcome and we are able to become more and more like Christ and able to serve Him better and better on earth. But then glorification is when when God ultimately removes the very presence of of sin. When any temptation, any, any, any remnant of sin, any, anything that has to do with sin is completely removed. When the devil is cast out into, into hell for all of eternity. And when just even the, again, the presence of sin is gone. So this, uh, so these are the three steps, three Ps. First, God removes the punishment for sin, the power of sin. And then eventually, one day in the future, he will remove the very presence of of sin. So just to, summer, to to do a summary again, this is the process of our life if we are a believer. First, we are lost sinners, deservedly heading towards hell. Then when we turn from our sins and trust and follow Jesus, we are instantly justified, instantly forgiven. And then the rest of our life is spent serving Christ and becoming more and more like him. And then ultimately one day, our destination for eternity, sin is permanently destroyed and we are in a state of glorification with God for eternity. So for our life, this means that that we need to make sure that we are justified, that we have truly turned away from our sin and trusted and followed Jesus that we are truly born again. And then we need to spend the rest of our life being sanctified, growing closer to God, preparing ourselves to to be able to work for him and to share that gospel, the good news, the message of Jesus with as many people around us as possible to help others to begin the process of salvation, to bring as many people to heaven uh, with us as possible. And then eventually one day we're going to be in our glorified form where we can spend eternity with God. So we need to have confidence in knowing that we are forgiven, that God loves us, that Jesus came and lived and died for our sins, and that if we will trust and follow him, we will be able to spend eternity with God. And we need to to just do everything we can to help others see his light. We need to share God's truth. We need to share God's love and do everything we can to point others to Christ. So I hope you liked this video. If you did, I'd love to hear from you. Please write a message, send me a comment, let me know what you thought. And if you'd like to hear more teachings about how to put your faith into practice, I hope that you'll like, follow, and subscribe to this channel. God bless.